fear is an ungodly thing. The Bible calls it the spirit of fear. And this spirit has lips, hands, teeth, and feet. If you give the spirit of fear a place, it will devour you. Fear is the evident token of perdition. Philippians 1.28 Fear is the absence of faith. Hebrews 3.12 calls it the evil heart of unbelief. We must shake off this damnable abomination and put on Jesus Christ, the solution and the deliverance from all life's problems, yes, really all of them, if we say so. This world is an uncertain place, but the strange thing is its uncertainty is the crucible of God that makes our steel. Fear hides in uncertainty and can only be overcome by faith. Don't trust what you see, for it will often be 180 out from God's reality. Uncertainties you may have experienced can look like this. Financial fear. Job, one of God's most famous and faithful servants, was a very wealthy man who lost all of that great wealth along with all ten of his children in a single day. Our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom God created the world and its universe, died a naked pauper hanging between two thieves. The Bible calls the world's financial system uncertain riches, 1 Timothy 6.17. But the born again can rest in their father's promise found in Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. As a child of God, I need to confess with my mouth, my Father will do right by me. Health fear. There is a sickness unto death. King David, God's champion, from whom in the flesh Jesus Christ is called the Son of God, grew sick in his old age and died at 70 years. Death is a certainty. The uncertainty is usually when. But until it is time to die, the born again trust God for healing and can rest in their Father's promise found in 1 Peter 2, verse 24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. James 5, 14 and 15, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Then again, if it is your time to die, the healing promise is eternally fulfilled. Revelation 21, verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. How marvelous is this thought. Everybody that Jesus healed died. Everybody that Jesus raised from the dead died. But everyone that Jesus saves lives forever. Hallelujah. Everything works together for our good. Romans 8, 28. And fear is unacceptable. Fear is ungodly. As a child of God, I must confess with my mouth, my Father will do right by me. In the crucible of this life where fear is vanquished by faith, true tempered steel is forged, steel that will stand in the day of battle. Have you been born again, born a literal second time, this time of the Spirit of God? 
Your soul is in your own hand. Today, all your sin and its shame can be expunged from your record. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life can be broken no matter how dark. Today, 2 Corinthians 5.17 can be fulfilled in your own life. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All of this is a simple prompt away. Your eternal soul is surely in your hand. Follow me in this simple prompt and you will be able to confess with your mouth, my Father will do right by me. Here we go. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now, for today's subject, God said Genesis 1, verses 1 through 10. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light, and God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day. And the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. God said, Genesis seven seventeen through 20, And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed. And were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. God said, Proverbs chapter 35 and 6, Every word of God is true. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, The Bible should not be taken literally if it is even taken at all. It is basically an old piece of literature written by mere men, writings out of step with today's erudite society. All educated people know that. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 999 that will once again declare the glorious inerrancy of God's beautiful book, the Holy Bible. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the sons and daughters of God and as a platform from which to convince the gainsayer. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of five highly beneficial God said, man said features. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. 
3. Imagine. You can download nearly 409 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Number 4. Sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast. And fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. And number 5. Follow God Said, Man Said on Facebook and Instagram and give your social media feed the fresh bread it needs. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you and all that you put your hand unto. The words that God authored and that were penned by holy chosen men are found between the covers of the book drawn from the majority text and in English, and dominant by far in the translations sourced in the majority text is the 1611 authorized King James Version of the Bible. This world is full of books and writings of men, much of which is inspired by Lucifer. But in the reckoning of all things, every word must genuflect, must bow before the book of books. The Holy Bible is always the inerrant truth. It in itself is the most glorious of all miracles. He has preserved his marvelous truth all these thousands of years, decimating its detractors millions upon millions of times. That is the nature of truth, you know. 2 plus 2 equals 4 and 3.99 just won't do no matter how eloquently spoken. Keep in mind that Revelation 19.13 declares that Jesus Christ's name is the Word of God. Now consider John 1 verse 14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. It's true that God's word often strains carnal credulity, even declaring events that are fantastical. But isn't that the nature of miracles? Mock and malign as they are wont to do, the skeptics always end up here inadvertently knocking on heaven's door. A few short examples follow. God's word declares that just over 6,000 years ago, all the world's humans had one common father and mother called Adam and Eve. The critics laughed and howled for centuries, but not anymore. Microbiology has discovered that all humans on the earth today have a common father whom science calls Y-chromosome Adam and a common mother known as mtDNA Eve. Nearly 4,000 years ago, Abraham, the father of Israel, purchased a cave in Canaan land from Ephron the Hittite. The cave was called the Cave of Machpelah, and Abraham purchased it for the purpose of burying his dead. Sarah and Abraham were both buried there, as were Isaac and Rebekah and Jacob and Leah. The mosque of the patriarchs and the hill country of Judah at Hebron is built over the cave of Machpelah, and you can visit it today. Genesis 19, 24 and 25, Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. Sound fantastical? Yet that's what the ancient historians recount and the archaeologists have found in confirmation. Bishop Usher reports the event occurred in 1,897 years before Christ. Nearly 3,500 years ago, God rained ten great plagues down upon Egypt that forced the Pharaoh to let God's people, the Israelites, go. There are ancient records that confirm these very plagues. 
During the final plague, the Bible says the Israelites, whom the Egyptians now viewed with great fear, spoiled the Egyptians, borrowing from them gold, silver, fine jewelry, and raiment. Sound bizarre? Several years ago, an Egyptian professor filed suit against Israel, demanding reparations to regain the value of the goods the Hebrews pilfered from his ancestors. Imagine, the very same suit was filed against the Jewish people in the days of Alexander the Great. God prophesied by his great prophet Isaiah concerning Israel in the last days in Isaiah 66, verse 8. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. For at least 2,000 years, the name Israel was absent from the geography of the world. In 70 A.D., the Roman general Titus sacked Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, and scattered the Jewish people to the four corners of the earth. But something unparalleled in human history happened in one single day. On May 14, 1948, the name Israel once again took its place on the global stage and has become a major player in world power and politics and will play a uniquely central role in the great battle of Armageddon, which will end the world as we know it. Isaiah's prophecy penned over 2,500 years ago happened, just like he said, in one single day. In his book, Proofs of God's Existence, Richard Warmbrandt writes, The fact is that as science advances, it discovers what was said thousands of years ago in the Bible. To give just one example, it was predicted by the evangelist John in Revelation 21 that a city called the New Jerusalem, about 1,500 miles high and wide and deep, would come to earth out of heaven for two millenniums. Science has denied such a possibility. Now we launch Skylabs from our tiny planet and seriously talk about space cities. End of quote. For nearly 1,900 years, the skeptics snickered, but now the USA has a separate military division called the Space Force. Nine years ago, the following paragraphs were published by God Said Man Said in the feature Ocean World. Keep in mind that your faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Your faith is the most valuable thing you possess. Protecting it and growing it is central to the believer's earthly purpose and eternal life itself. It is pivotal to our initial salvation and to all growth and development in Christ. Concerning faith, Romans 6, excuse me, Romans 10, 6 and 11 reads, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved." For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. 
Hebrews 11.1 1 defines faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What a marvelous declaration. Growing rich in faith follows a simple formula. Two passages in particular deal with faith building, and they're Jude 1, verse 20 and 21, and Romans chapter 10, verse 17. The passage from Jude reads, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Praying in the Spirit and studying and hearing the Word of God builds powerful faith. Our faith is totally founded on the Word of God, so it should be no surprise that Satan incessantly challenges the credibility of Holy Writ. The spoken word of faith harnesses the power of a holy God. It is the believer's ultimate weapon and stronghold that totally decimates the camp of Satan. Therefore, it is imperative that he contradicts the Scriptures, to break the believer's hold on faith. Satan does not fear guns, bombs, or muscle. What literally scares the hell out of Satan is faith that worketh by love. That's in him. It's terrible. Be of good cheer, saints. God's word is true and righteous altogether. No scientific discovery or any kind of discovery has ever controverted the word of God. Not one. They always, and in many cases reluctantly, end up here. Their latest discoveries of truth invariably end up certified the word of God. When God said man could be divine, many of the world's greatest and greatest discoveries found in your Bible. Archaeology says yes. Paleontology and geology say yes. Ancient third-party non-biblical history and the world's societal records say yes. Microbiology and medicine say yes. Prophecy and the record of man's disobedience say yes. God said man said delights in pointing out that modern academia's greatest insights were proclaimed in God's word thousands of years ago, and so it is in the issue of global water. The word of God declares that the world was twice entirely covered with water, once in the beginning of creation and the second time in the days of Noah. Many skeptics rail on the Bible's account of a global flood and say, if it were true, where did all the water go? They should keep in mind that three-quarters of the world's surface is presently covered with water, and that if the earth were smooth like a ball, the water would be approximately two miles high around the entire globe. Not to mention, there are fish fossils on the earth's mountain peaks and flood strata all around the globe. The water surely covered the entire earth, and guess what? Scientists are almost entirely on board with this biblical staple. The following excerpt is from the June 2011 issue of Acts and Facts. In fact, evolutionists admitted that this planet could have once been covered with water, almost. Mike Tice of Texas AMN University said, We are talking about a time when if you were looking at the earth from space, you would hardly see any landmass at all. It would have almost been an ocean world. End of quote. God said the whole world was twice entirely covered with water, and of course it's true. God's word is your place to build a life. End of quote. 
God's Word declares that thousands of years ago, the world was twice covered with water. Here comes science once again, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. In the paragraph you will read, science's water conclusions are based on the facts they're uncovering. But the billions of years of age are based on the flawed evolutionary theory of uniformitarianism. The Bible declares the world is just over 6,000 years old, and as you should suspect, its account is true. If you want some convincing, check out the God Said, Man Said series, The Six Thousands. The heading in the March 20, 2020 issue of the week reads, Was Earth a Water World? The entire feature follows. Our blue planet may have been a whole lot bluer some three billion years ago, devoid of continents and almost entirely covered by a global ocean. That's the conclusion of a new study that examined an ancient chunk of ocean bed crust that now sits on its side in the Australian outback. The researchers examined the levels of two different isotopes of oxygen that seawater carried into the slab. Oxygen-16 and the slightly heavier atom, Oxygen-18. After studying more than 100 rocks, they determined that seawater contained more Oxygen-18 when the crust was formed 3.2 billion years ago. Today, land masses across the Earth soak up heavier oxygen isotopes from water and lock them in clay-rich soils. The scientists suspect that the ancient ocean crust contains higher levels of oxygen-18 because there were no solid-covered continents, soil-covered continents, excuse me, to absorb it. Study co-author Boswell Wing from University of Colorado Boulder tells CNN.com that teeny microcontinents that resembled the Galapagos Islands might have stuck out of this ancient ocean. We just don't think that there was global-scale formation of continental soils like we have today. End quote. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God, and without it, we can't please him. It's high time to shake off the ungodly chains of fear and uncertainty and put on the mind of Christ. He is the never-changing solid rock. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Genesis 1, 1 through 10. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together the waters called he seized. And God saw that it was good. God said, Genesis seven seventeen through 20, and the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. 
And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. God said, Proverbs 35 and 6, Every word of God is true. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, The Bible should not be taken literally, if it is even taken at all. It's basically an old piece of literature written by mere men, writings out of step with today's erudite society. All educated people know that. Now you have the record.